Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with Allison Faye Brown. We want to thank the parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Thanks for clapping. <laughs> you, can, you, can clap, you can clap louder um, if you want to. 
to really fill up the space. So you can work on it like next time. Yeah, all right. This is a song called Fast Forward. Um, it's the latest single that I just released. You can find it on my website, alisonfaybrown.com. And I think I moved like four times in, in the span of like five months during the pandemic. It was kind of a chaotic time for me. So the song sort of reflects that. Maybe I should move again, make myself some brand new friends and start over. The past behind, rewrite my whole long life. Fast forward. There we go. Everybody seems to have it all worked out. Rearrange my DNA so I can punch that clock every goddamn day. On TV, selling us catastrophe. They call it the new normal. Denial is a drug. My cup's not big enough to drown all of my sorrows. Everybody seems to have it all figured out. So I can turn my cheek and look the other way Thank you so much. That was fantastic. Thanks so much. Oh uh, yeah, they're they're okay. They're good for me. Hmm. All right, this next song I have not recorded yet. It's called Sisters. I really want 
desk of this song, but today's the last day for the entry and I have not posted it. There's still time. I could post it at 11.59. And I would need a desk if I was gonna do it here.
<laughs> Thank you so much. The clapping has greatly improved. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hmm. The song is called Finish Line.
<laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I think I have time for a few more, right? We got started at like 7.20. Yeah, a couple more songs. This song is called Summertime. Uh, up in Vermont, it's definitely still wintertime. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, this next song is called Her Eyes. Stone now I can't stop thinking 
looking down your eyes. Ah, Thank you. It's really nice to be here on this quiet Monday.
so much. All right, I'm going to play one more song for you, and then stick around. We're going to have a little chat. And yeah, thank you so much for running sound and uh, for being here.
Welcome back to an episode of Between the Notes here at The Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. My name is Jack Downey. It's good to be back. And sitting across from me today is Allison Faye Brown, who just performed an amazing set of some uh, acoustic folk tunes. And uh, it's great for you to be here, Allison. It's great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real treat. Yeah, anytime. So you were telling me before the show started that you came all the way from Vermont to, to do this performance. That is correct. I saw on Facebook there was a, a post from Sean about um, having musicians come down to Rhode Island and uh, doing this doing this night, doing this show, and I just sent him a message. I think it was back in November, and um, we're here now, so it's really nice to be here. Perfect. And how, how long of a drive is that? It was like two and a half hours. Really? Only two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. It wow, wasn't too quick. wasn't too long. I think. I mean, I could have just been like in the zone and kind of not really paying attention to how long it was taking, but it was a really nice, it was a really pretty drive. That's great. That's the best, that's the best kind of drive. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, cause I, I went up to Vermont over the summer and it was like a four hour nightmare. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, and then uh, one of my roommates actually at school, he, uh, he lives in Vermont. Where in Vermont did you visit? Was I went up to Burlington. Yes. So that probably yeah. had a part that to play. It was also the day be... before the 4th of July. So. Okay probably made matters a lot worse than they probably could have been but for sure so tell me a little bit about your music um who who are some of your influences sure so i am sort of a mixed bag i take influence from a lot of 90s grunge um a lot of female rock artists in that era like alanis morissette more folk like tracy chapman um i actually grew up listening to like dire straits and led zeppelin so you have like the classic rock thrown in there classic. the grunge rock and then of course you know like 90s pop boy band type vibes i never really got into people are like you should listen to joni mitchell and i never really got into into joni mitchell that much it was more like i guess like the rock era of the 90s that really shaped my music now and when i was growing up i started playing music for piano, so I have sort of like a classic, classically trained background, and then building on top of that, the like Soundgarden and Bush and Nirvana. No, oh, that's pretty cool. That's that's a very uh, very wide range. It's yeah, pretty, pretty pretty. It's nice a lot. Yeah. So, have you started out playing piano? I mean, how long have you been playing that, and then how long have you been playing guitar on top of that? So I started playing piano when I was seven or eight. So that was like several decades ago. And guitar, I started when I was in college. So you know. I haven't, I've been playing guitar for maybe 10 to 15, 15 years. I, I don't know. I can't do math really quick in my head. I'm like, how long has it been? Yeah, do been I really there. want to date myself? <laughs> but yeah, I, over, over 15 years for both. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely came across in your songwriting that you have a certain confidence with the instrument that oh. definitely comes across. Thank you so much. So when it comes to songwriting, I mean, those were all original songs, correct? Yes. Cool. Cool. And how long would you say you've been writing your own music? 
Oh my goodness. Well, I started writing on the piano when I was like 10. So oh, that wow. was okay. going to, that, that'll be 25 years ago in a wow. week. So. Okay. Well, happy early birthday. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, I've been, I like started writing little songs on the piano and I always was really interested in just making up songs here and there. Um, but lyrics didn't come along until college. I started writing lyrics in like 2007. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you largely wrote instrumental music up until that point. Was it yeah. was it kind of the similar folk vibe or was it of a different It was vein? more classical. That um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. For the piano, it was more classical. Um, when I was in school, I had a couple, they were just starting to come out with um, music software. Okay. <clears throat> and so I was getting to play around with that and develop um, accompaniments with more of like a big band. So I would develop something for just the piano and then... I would sort of break it out into different parts, like flute um, or like brass, and then percussion and strings, and then it's it shifted into more of an actual songwriter folk style. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like music software in the past decade or so has been absolutely life saving. You know, I myself record a lot of my own music, and if I didn't have recording software, I don't even know if I'd be where mm-hmm. I am. So it's definitely great that stuff like that came around and allows you to do all these really cool things with arrangements and recording and things like that. Yeah, that's that's it's pretty cool. I mean, it definitely helps with the songwriting process. Do you have sure. a favorite for music software? You know, I guess my scope is pretty limited, but I've started studying that a lot more at school. So I've started using a lot more softwares. But I started with Ableton, and I think I yeah. still have to stick with that one. Uh-huh. But I'd say Pro Tools is a pretty close second. I might I might honestly upgrade to that at some point when yeah. I uh, get a new computer. I can't remember if I did something with Ableton, but it's really, it can be really advanced, right? Like there's a yeah. lot yeah, there's that a lot you can get on. into. I thought Pro Tools was really advanced at first, actually, because there's so many windows that you have to open to do everything. Oh, okay. Like the mixing window is a separate window. If you're doing MIDI editing, that's a separate window. But from what I've heard, and maybe it's because I started with Ableton, but I've I've never actually had a problem with it, but a lot of people I've talked to have always been like, oh, wow, I can't believe you choose to use Ableton. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's because I use the free version. I don't know. I literally got the maybe. free version with uh, <laughs> with my Focusrite interface back in like freshman year of high school. Okay. And I never upgraded. And it works. So, you know, I guess... Yeah, if it works. If it works, it works. If it ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. So yeah. so I was I was looking through your Instagram a little bit uh, just for research purposes for this uh, interview. And um, I saw that you do performances with a band. Mm-hmm. So how many people are in that band? How, how big of a band is it? Great question. Sometimes I play with three people. It'll be a bass and a drummer with a drum kit. And mm-hmm. sometimes, he doesn't know this yet, but I play with just a duo with me and a drummer who has oh. a cajon. So okay. we've played we've played before, but he is now sort of like in my repertoire of, of booking, even though I haven't actually told him that. <laughs> I'm just going to see when he's available, and, um, and if it works, it works, and if not, I'll just do a solo. But um, yeah, we had, I recently, so when, where you were visiting in, in Vermont, in Burlington, mm-hmm. that's where I was living for three years before the pandemic. Okay. The pandemic happened. I moved back an hour and a half south, which is my hometown. And when I moved there, that was February of 2021. That's when I was like, all right, I'm going to establish a band in this area. We'll see what happens. So I established the three the three piece with me, drummer, bass, um, the duo with me and the drummer, cajon player. I also was just signed on to be a lead singer of a rock and roll cover band. Okay. It's like a five-piece band, nice. um, which is really exciting. They're called The Shakers, if anyone at home is watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for 
info about that. You heard it here first, folks. Stay tuned for music from the Shakers coming mm-hmm. to some part of Vermont, probably. And, and New Hampshire, yeah. And New Hampshire. Yes. There you go. Yep. Which actually leads me to a question I, I wanted to ask you as well. So you mentioned to me that you're going to be playing Midway Cafe tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where do you usually play shows? Is it just in a few states or do you go all over the place? Great question. So before the pandemic, I was really hoping to start touring and I even like upgraded my vehicle from a Corolla to a RAV4 and I was really excited and then everything shut down and I lost my gigs and I lost my jobs as did everybody else on top Mm -hmm. of lots of other things. I really want to start traveling and touring and like being really committed to finding places um, around, certainly around the the Northeast for now, just to kind of stay um, sort of condensed in New England. Like there's so many places to play and places to explore. Right, for sure. Um, Even in Vermont still, I like there's so many untapped venues to play. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hitting the road and um, Midway Cafe tomorrow. And then next week I'm playing in Newmarket, New Hampshire at the Stone Church Music Hall. Stone Church is cool. Have you been there? Have you heard about it? I've heard about it. I've never been, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it seems really cool. I, I discovered it, I think, like early into the pandemic, so I really couldn't do anything about it. But I was like, damn, I hope this place stays open because this is actually a pretty cool concept. Cool. So, but yeah, I, I definitely hear you on the, you know, the pandemic kind of just destroying any touring hopes. I was booking a tour for my band, actually, mm. and we were actually making pretty good progress, and then none, none of it ended up happening yeah. because... Everything shut down. So I'm, I'm working on it again. I mean, last summer was kind of a trial run to just kind of get back into things. And, you know, because things, it was still cautious at the time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we kind of just played around the area. I mean, okay. actually, the reason we were in, I was in Vermont was to play, we were playing a show up in Burlington. Where were you playing? It's It was a DIY venue called Swan Dojo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know this one. Yeah, have you played it? No, I've not. It's no. really, it's a really cool venue. It's, yes. It's literally in like, I think. Like Lois, a, Lois Trombley, I think, is the person who runs that. Maybe. I have no idea. I, I got it through some booking company called The West Coast. Well, if you're watching, I'm putting in a plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but you should check her out. Yeah, so I'm hoping that this year definitely yields more yeah. touring-wise. And yeah, hopefully it works out for you too. I think it will. I think like restrictions are coming off. Masks mm-hmm. are coming off. I think people are really hungry. Oh, for sure. Um, for entertainment and a chance to get out. So yeah. Good luck with that as well. Thank you. Yeah, it was scary with Omicron back in January because that 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 ended a lot of shows too, and it was kind of deja vu for a moment. But Mm -hmm. fortunately, that only lasted for about a month and a half. So things are looking better now. You know, like you said, with the the masks coming off in various places, obviously a lot of states have rolled back the restrictions. I mean, even on a smaller scale, like I go to Providence College and they took that away. So live music there is boomed no it's been huge i mean i'm a junior i've been going there for almost three years and there has never been as much live music on campus as there is now so it's great to see so hopefully hopefully that happens all over the place honestly i'm really looking forward to the summer so that'll hopefully provide a lot of opportunities for musicians like us yeah absolutely and uh when you play with your band i meant to ask Mm -hmm. this earlier Mm -hmm. um you have a three-piece with a drummer, a bassist, and a piano. So is it is it largely jazz-inspired? No, it's just drummer. It's three-piece, including me. So drummer, bass, and me. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was thinking about you playing piano. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. So is it more indie rock or folk or we Yeah, like we just do my original songs. So they That's accompany awesome. me. It is awesome. Yeah. And because um, some of my songs are pretty big and um, hearty, and so it can be challenging playing them by myself uh, right to it it's it helps to fill the space and to like even out 
the sound and level out the sound when there's the low end and then the percussion um, kind of grounding me there. So it's really nice to, it's, it does the songs a lot of justice, but it is, it's, it's, it's three piece and we do originals. Sometimes we'll do a cover or two. Yeah, just to you know, spruce things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you play live, do you play an electric guitar? Because you, you mentioned the songs being kind of hardy at points. Does that mean you use an electric or you do use no, acoustic I do for those acoustic. as well? Yeah, yeah. I've been like dipping my toe into the electric world, but it's a little intimidating for now. So I'm yeah, like sticking with what I know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's cool that you're able to do solo work and with the band and the fact that the band is, you know, they're willing to back you on that because, you know, obviously one of the big things with the band is like a lot of people you know, they, they want to do certain things. And so mm -hmm. when you're able to get people on the same wavelength, obviously that that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. They are really supportive. They encourage me in my songwriting. Um, they tell me they like my songs, which is that's, always, you know, you love to hear it. Right? Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really glad that you like them. And it's been really nice to, I mean, a lot of my stuff has just been solo. Like a lot of my performances have just been solo. Um, just me, so learning how to play with a drum kit behind me, learning how to communicate, um, learning like the dynamic on the stage um, is really exciting. And I really like performance artistry in general. I do a lot of acting as well. Mm -hmm. And um, just like being in the moment while you're on stage, while there is like a ton of attention on you, like energy just gets crossed. And I think the beautiful thing about when you're like in the zone is you can just find your groove with the people behind you with just like either a look or like a small amount of words and right. the music starts to speak through you and you can like kind of stop talking and it just it just kind of happens naturally which does happen when I'm solo but it's just me you know so it's like right. it's not like I'm relying on other people or there's other dynamic going on so it's pretty magical yeah it's a great feeling absolutely mm -hmm. so yeah it's great when, when something like that happens. That's honestly, I mean, I prefer bands performing the soul, performing for that exact reason. And what do you play? Uh, guitar mainly. Nice. Yeah, I, I play guitar and sing in, in a band. That's kind of my main project. So I, I play bass in another band too, but that's more of something I, I do down here. Okay. So I'm mostly a guitar player. Cool. So I was wondering too, when you write songs, what inspires the lyrics that you write? Because it sounded like one of the songs you wrote sounded like it was about the Greek myth of Medusa. And I don't know if that was metaphorical <laughs> or literal, but um, do, you, do you take other inspiration from fantasy or is a lot of it more personal? A lot of it is more personal. Um, however, I've always been really fascinated by fantasy and myth and Greek mythology. Um, that song in particular had a lot of uh, themes around jealousy and envy. And so it, it really struck me to, to bring some Greek mythology because I feel like in Greek mythos you know there's so many archetypes that we can identify with like there's we all have the feelings inside of us and like we all have the feelings of jealousy sometimes and we all have like pride or anger or righteousness um, and just like pulling that out made it it just like opened up the song in a really cool way and I don't know now, now that you picked up on it it kind of makes me want to do more writing in that in that style, like mythos. But yes, a lot of my songs do um, pull from from personal experiences and um, a lot of family stuff, a lot of life experiences, a lot of heartbreak or, or love interest. Yeah, that's very cool. So do you have any music out that people should be listening to or should 
check out for themselves? Well, if you are new to my music, you can find my album um, Cardinal on my website, and you can find my my single Fast Forward on my website as well. I do have a SoundCloud, and all of the like all of the searches are it's just Allison Faye Brown, it's just my name. So my SoundCloud has like some demos that I've done, like a couple little like un un polished songs I am trying to find some inspiration to write more I'm like in a space of writer's block right now so I'm yeah like, it's the worst oh my god it's yeah. like so frustrating because I feel like the more I try to push it the more it pushes back and mm. do you have any tricks to get out of the block what's your what's your recipe um honestly it's it's honestly I just try to usually weather it okay. you know I try to just stick it through but yeah. honestly even just writing about having writer's block, I mean, you're still <laughs> writing something. So, That's true. You know, you're That's just making, point. you're making words rhyme. You know, you have meter to it. Right. And then just by doing that, you wrote something. Mm. And honestly, I mean, even just going back into kind of the cache of memories that you have or yeah. feelings that you have and being able to, to pick and choose from those. That, that can also kind of help because maybe it doesn't have to be something that's current, but you, it's still something that resonates with you. And then you're like, all right, well, I guess I can kind of bring this one Pull up that in. from the junk drawer and then yes. I can write something about that. That's Those are my best tips, but honestly, yeah, it, it hits me pretty hard a lot that too. That was so, so helpful, actually. Oh, thank you. Yes. Songwriting workshop. Songwriting workshop, yeah. That that goes for you too. If you're watching and you write songs, I guess I'm now a music professor. So. <laughs> <laughs> Songwriting workshops. That's, the way do, that's what we do at Motif. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, on the topic of your website, mm -hmm. uh, is that's uh, that's just um, Allison Faye Brown, right? AllisonFayBrown.com and then Facebook and Instagram, Allison Faye Brown. Because there is an Allison Allison Brown banjo player. Okay. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Faye is spelled F-A-Y, just in case people are that's confused. That's right. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, that's it. AllisonFayBrown.com. Two L's. Two L's. Allison. Yes, that's also an important <laughs> distinction. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well, I believe that's all the time we have. So, Allison, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. This was a real treat. Anytime. It was a pleasure. And thank you, as always, to The Parlor for hosting such an amazing event. Thank you. And thank you to our sponsors, R1 Racing and Trinity Beer Garden, because they are what makes this possible. You can watch this whenever you want on Facebook, and it will be up on Spotify soon. So keep an eye out for that. And until I come back up on this podcast, uh, have a great night, and I will see you around. This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. And thank you for listening.